Hello and welcome into the Grace Point Daily Podcast. My name is Jeremiah Johnson. This is episode number 86. We are going to be talking about emotions today. Before we dive in, I just want to say thank you for joining us at the Grace Point Daily Podcast. We exist to bring you daily encouragement for your daily walk with Christ. I hope that's what happens for you today on this episode. So please like, share, and subscribe. So let's talk about emotions, right? There's a lot of songs that have been written about emotions and we're humans. We're emotional, right? It's a part of who we are, a part of God's design. But I want to just give you some practical encouragement from God's word today that I think will just give us some help along the way in following Jesus each and every day. This is a scripture that I had read before. I read it in a, in a different, I, I, normally I read through the NIV, it's kind of been my standard. Sometimes I read the message, um, some amplified, some other versions. But I was reading through the Passion Translation, which is quickly becoming one of my favorite translations. So if you've never read that one before, you can check it out on some of your Bible apps. But the the Passion Translation, I just think is really cool. And I was reading through this scripture and it just really grabbed hold of me and helped me see this scripture, I think, in a little bit different perspective. So here we go. Ephesians chapter four, verses 26 to 27. It says, but don't let the passion of your emotions lead you to sin. Don't let anger control you or be be fuel for revenge, not even for a day. Don't give the slanderous accuser, the devil, an opportunity to manipulate you, right? And so the other versions say, don't let the sun go down in your anger and those kind of things. And, and it's a great way of phrasing it as well. But just for a moment, let's talk through this. And I thought this was great. And it starts out, but don't let the passion of your emotions. Man, we are the tough part I think about being a Christian, a follower of Jesus is balancing our emotions, the physical and the spiritual. And I talk about this all the time because we're weaving our life is constantly weaving in and out between the two because I am physical. I'm a physical living, breathing human being, but yet I'm spiritual and God wants me to be a spiritual person, but I have to wrestle with the two all the time and kind of in a sense have discernment and ask myself, Jeremiah, is this emotional? Is this physical? Is this spiritual, right? Because sometimes people are um, operating in emotions and not in the spirit. Sometimes we're operating in the spirit, not in emotions. So we have to play this balance, right? And because we got to be careful of one thing, right? We have to be careful of sin. Now, I am not of the theological mindset that kind of one saved, always saved. I believe that sin is always crouching at my door. I believe that every day is an opportunity to serve the Lord. <laughs> but every day, I know that sin wants to come at me, wants to attack me, wants to get a hold of me, right? And so I have to be very, very careful. And uh, one of the ways that I can sin is by letting the passion of my emotions get out of control in my life if I'm not careful, right? And so, and I want to talk about this because we... And talk about sin in a sense, because as believers or followers of Jesus, we can talk about the big sins, right? Smoking weed, drugs, alcohol, sexual sins, etc., etc. But we forget, you know, there's a lot of sins, gossip, anger, right? These kind of things that we can wrestle with as Christians each and every day. And so this verse says, and in a beautiful way, says, don't let the passion of your emotions lead you to sin. Man, how many of you, when you go, here's what I want to say is when we're going through the journey of our faith, whether it be our relationship with your, your spouse, your kids, 
people at church, etc. I know one thing that I found out to be very true is that my emotions, I got to be careful with my emotion and that passion of my emotions because they can lead me to sin. You know, for example, I've been married for 20 years. And for those of you that have been married for a long time, man, you've probably been in a a fight with your spouse, right? It's not uncommon. You're going to disagree. And uh, sometimes to a greater degree than others or whatever, right? We're normal people. We're human. We're flesh. But how many of you know that sometimes when you're in that mode of disagreement, etc., that man, your emotions and the passion of your emotions in that moment can be very destructive. It can be very harmful, right? And shall I say like this verse, it can almost lead us to sin, to say, to do things that we don't want to do. Man, wow, the power of our emotions and the passion of our emotions. And so here is the Bible telling us, don't let the passion of your emotions lead you to sin. And I was talking to someone the other day, we we're talking through this verse and I just said, you know, think about all of the times in your life where you just instantly reacted. You reacted just not based on wisdom or thought or prayer, etc. You just bam responded in the passion of your emotions. Did that work out well for you? And maybe not a hundred percent of the time, but I bet you the majority of the time you would say, man, when I let the passion of my emotions lead me, it led me to a place where I didn't want to be anger, etc., And it led me to a place of sin. So the Bible gives us practical wisdom on some of these things. You know, that's why the Bible says, be quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to become angry because God knows that, man, our emotions can take us to places that we don't want to be the passion of our emotions. So I'm just giving you advice today. You know, it's when we get in these predicaments or these places in life, when we're passionate and the emotions are rising up, that's a place to just, man, be very careful, be very, very careful. And and, and I, I'm a pastor, so I can give you examples from my own life, the lives of others. I'll give you an example of uh, not long ago where I was just kind of stirred up. I was, my passions were rising up. I was getting emotional about some things. And here's what I think at least did partially right (laughs) is that I called up a friend who was a fellow pastor and just went and talked with him as as quick as I could, man. When I felt the passion of my emotions rising up, I called him up and I said, Hey, can I just come and, and uh, just pray with you and just seek out your advice. And it was very good. It, uh, It ended up just being a very good, beautiful, healthy, and productive thing because in that moment, you know, my passion, my emotions wanted to lead me to to not a healthy mental or, or whatever place. And so, um, I had to counter that by saying, Hey, I'm not going to let this control me mentally, physically, etc. but I'm going to seek the Lord and I'm going to put myself in someone else where I can really manage this thing spiritually and not in my emotions. Does that make sense? So I'm just giving you caution. However you need to do that. The next time that the passion of your emotions starts rising up, Man, back away, pull back, don't respond. I love even one time uh, a good good friend of mine advice, you know, if you, if you get a bad uh, text, let's say someone texts you, right, and it's not a good thing or it's a negative thing or 
whatever that man there is i said in our culture we have this evil thing now called the send button right whether it be uh, a text whether it be on facebook whether it be on twitter some social media it's there's a danger when uh, we hit that share button when we hit that send button when our emotions are flaring and rising up because man it can just take us to not a good place so think about that in terms of as you're living each and every day when sometimes the passion of your emotions is trying to get a hold of you because here's the thing here's where it's going to lead you did you notice it says the passion of your emotions is going to lead you and where is it where does where does where do our emotions lead us typically not to a good place not to a spiritual place but they lead us to sin and this is kind of verses talking about the sin of anger because it says don't let anger control you or be fuel for revenge, not even for a day. Here's what's scary is when we begin to let the passion of our emotions lead us and we let sin get even an ever so slight grip in our life or in an area, you know what sin does? It controls. Sin controls our life. And one of the stories that I go through or I've I've really thought about a lot is the story of Samson and how he sinned against the Lord in terms of relationships and things and disobedience. But what was interesting in his life is that he he felt like he could manage sin, that he could be in control of sin. And I want to tell you something, when sin becomes a part of our life or grips our life in any area, small, medium, large, you know what it does? It begins to control you. And if you don't get rid of it, if you don't submit it, if you don't surrender it to the Lord, it's going going to gain control in your life. And look at how it says control you or be fuel. Uh, It it begins to fuel that anger. It begins to fuel those emotions to get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And man, how many times have I seen this as well? And let's just say my own life, but lives of other people where, man, the, the passion of emotions begin to lead them to a place that they don't want to go. Anger sets in control and it just keeps growing, gets bigger, 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 bigger. And then it usually gets to this horrible, destructive place that is just not healthy at all. I'll share one story, not a great story, but man, back when I was in another church, it was, uh, <laughs> I had some people that were helping out with, with worship and, uh, it was over a conference and one person was leading worship and one was running the sound and the one thought that they were botching their sound on purpose. And then I had to sit them down a week later and for a whole week, you know, these two individuals had let um, their emotion and the passions of their emotions start stirring up and creating storylines and uh and, and, and then we met and we tried to navigate through conflict and it just didn't work out well at all because we had just got to this this place where um, we let just the enemy get a grip and it wasn't good. And this is what this church, this, this verse is trying to say is like, hey, when we get in these places where our emotion is stirred, the passion of our emotions is stirred, there's a real temptation there to what? To sin and to let sin gain control and a foothold in our life. And I'm talking, listen, I'm talking today to us that are followers of Jesus 
those of us are like, I'm a Christian, you know, I'm immune to all that. No, we're not. We're not immune to our emotions. We're not immune to sin. We're not immune to anger. These things we can welcome into our life if we're not submitting them to the Lord and keeping our lives and our spiritual lives pure and healthy before the Lord. And they can become fuel and they can become fuel for revenge. And I want to talk about this word revenge for a second because it should be very convicting. Here's what revenge is. Let me put it in my world for a second. Revenge is as if I have, let's say, dysfunction or disunity with someone and, um, you know, it, it, it's not well or good. You know what I'm talking about. And then all of a sudden what happens, there's there's breakup, etc. And then, you know, what happens, uh, I begin to say, well, hey, um, I'll show that person or etc. And, and what happens is I begin to take on a mindset of revenge. For example, it could be like uh, I've had several positions in terms of being a vocational pastor, right? So I could, let's take, for example, my very first job, right? I was a youth pastor in Northern California, Susanville Assembly of God. Pastor James is up there and and he's a good dude doing a great job. And let's say I leave there and, you know, go to be a youth pastor at another church. And well, let's say say some things went down and and, it just didn't pan out well at all. And then I go to that other youth, youth group that I'm now the new youth pastor of. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to show them I'm a really great youth pastor. And this youth group is going to be so much better. And they're going to wish I was back there and they won't even be able to survive without me. And you know what that is? That is a mindset of revenge. And that is not healthy. And this is what this verse is saying. Fuel, it becomes fuel for revenge. So what do we got to do? The simple answer is, man, we got to repent. We got to get right with God and we need to get it out of our life. And I love, again, this is another practical, really practical steps in terms of this. I'm just walking through this. I'm pounding this over and over again, right? Don't let the passion of your emotions lead you to sin. Don't let anger control you or be fuel for revenge. And here's the kicker, right? Listen to this, not even for a day. And if you are a leader, if you're any type of leader, you should rise up and shout amen as you're listening to this, is that the longer we let that exist in our life without being dealt with, that being sin, which should come in many different forms, the longer we let these things linger, the more control they get, the more they begin to affect us physically, mentally, spiritually, and emotion. And so the Bible says, don't even, if, if this happens, if this creeps in your life, with which guess what it is going to, then don't let it exist. Not even for a day, not even for a day, not for a moment, surrender it to the Lord. And so today, man, if you will struggle there or something like that, don't run from it. Don't hide it. Don't try to manage it. Don't try to manage your sin. Just Submit it and surrender and don't let it go one more single day in your life. And man, I'm convicted as I'm reading this scripture, as I'm talking about, I'm I'm convicted. And this is, again, guys, this is stuff that like, come on, let's put down our super spiritual um, ideas and mindset for a second and just say, you know what, man, we're all going to walk through these moments and times and this is good stuff for us. And I'm going to finish off by reading the last verse 27, because when I was really grinding through this verse the other day. I really focused on 27. And today, as I was preparing for this podcast, I turned over to 27. And I was like, whoa, this is just, this is very connected that goes with it. And it says, don't give the slanderous accuser, the devil, an opportunity to manipulate you. <laughs> Lord, guys, come on. Don't let the devil, the accuser, the slanderous one, don't give him an opportunity 
to manipulate you. And that's really what this this life of faith now is, is to walk with passion, to walk obediently and steadfastly for the Lord. But we have to walk with, um, you know, we have to be careful because the enemy is looking for an opportunity. And, uh, you know, who's the one who typically gives him an opportunity? It's not that the, that the Lord is putting me in opportunities to fail. It's really probably the opposite, right? That there are times that I, I am giving the devil an opportunity in my life. And when I open those doors, man, it's tough to go back. It's tough to go back. And because that, this is what happens guys is Sometimes we, we, we let those things, passion, our emotions lead us to sin. Sin then gains control. It becomes fuel for revenge. It begins to grow and fester and get larger and larger and larger. And before we know it, we can't control it anymore. So, hey, guys, let's not give the enemy, the devil, an opportunity to win, to have victory in our life, in our relationships, in our calling, in our church, etc. right? So, guys... Let's manage those emotions. <laughs> let's be careful. Let's let's stay away from sin. Let's let's uh, be careful to not let the enemy have an opportunity in our lives. Right? Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed this. You're encouraged. Thanks for dialing in, joining in, listening in. We will talk to you next time.